0: Hello, my name is Eva, and today I want to talk about time, the need for it, and the lack of it in the professional sphere. Before I start, I must apologize for this month-long delay in publishing a new episode. I shall be posting a few episodes in the coming week, but after that, episodes will be posted fortnightly. Anyway, back to the subject at hand. When training communication skills with professionals, a recurring subject is time or the lack thereof. I develop courses primarily to health professionals, but I have yet to encounter any professional in any area who does not mention their experience of time restriction, whether it be too little time to perform everyday duties or no time at all to take a break. Now, I am an educational consultant and I have experienced the exact same thing of not having enough time to pause, to eat lunch, or simply take a breath between tasks. When training professionals, some mention that their first break occurs when the day is done and they're sitting exhausted in their car, on the train or on the bus, trying desperately to brush off the dust of the day before heading home, where family might be waiting and expecting them to have an abundance of energy in order to enjoy a nice evening with the family. Some find this very hard to balance. I know I do. It is a clear path to burnout. Yet I'm sure that we can all imagine that scenario, or have all been in that scenario, where we compassionately tell one of our colleagues to slow down for a minute while we ourselves do nothing of the sort. It's simply not that easy to accomplish, however many manuals we read through which tell us of the importance of taking a break. And it really is important, as the available studies which examine the connection between job performance, breaks and a healthy life certainly attest to. The challenge for educators is to teach the tenets of time to professionals who experience a substantial lack thereof. In my work, the challenge arises when I, as an educator, Facilitate training in which I emphasize the importance of taking your time or using a time out in decision-making or in conflict management, which is my particular area of education. And it can be challenging to preach this mantra to professionals who do not see their everyday life underpin such an approach as to take your time and it can therefore be difficult for professionals to adopt, adapt, and even relate to tips and training which seems so far removed from their everyday reality. It is that scenario of the learners sitting with their arms akimbo, silently, oh not so silently, dismissing the educator's words while they grumble amongst themselves that the educator obviously knows nothing about the real world. Yet, as I said, and will continue to claim, making time for breaks during the workday is essential as it enhances the professional's opportunity to utilize their skills at a high performance level for the duration of the day. So, in reality, taking a break is good for the individual, but productivity wise, it is also excellent for the organization. So, what to do? For educators who are teaching and facilitating discussions about the lack of time? Well, the lack of time is due to many factors, and in this episode, we are specifically looking at the lack of breaks in the professional sphere and how we as educators can address this when it is brought into a discussion in the learning environment. As educators of professionals, it is of the utmost importance that we do not try to fit practice the everyday work life into the frame of our pet or favorite theories. Instead, we have to validate and acknowledge the conditions in which the professionals perform their tasks, and from an examination of these conditions, then find methods that are viable And which are underpinned by evidence based knowledge. I think that if we as educators are to support taking breaks during a busy day, we must first change the narrative and concept of breaks. Traditionally, a lunch break or a break of any kind is usually understood as a time when the professional slows down and does. Either nothing or something that is less demanding of their capabilities, of their concentration, and their focus. However, as we might all have experienced, it actually takes time to slow down on a busy day, and we might not even achieve it before the short break is over. It might be more beneficial to think of breaks as not doing less. Not slowing down, but instead, think of breaks as doing something different. When I was still working as a clinician, I used to take a short break, now and again. And by short break, I mean three minutes tops, perhaps even four, to rearrange all the bulletins and post-its on our notice board, in order of date and emergency. And for those few minutes, I would exercise my brain to consider only how to pin up the bulletins in neat order. For others, a short break might be a sudoku. For others still, mentally going through their grocery list is the thing. The crucial part here is that the professional is taking full advantage of the healing powers of the short familiar repetition which studies have shown can effectively decrease tension brought on by a heavy workload, at least in that short period. This exercise is best done with a symbolic object. For me, it was a post-its and notice board, but it can be the Sudoku page. It can be rearranging your books. The symbolic objects support the professional in being present in the present, as it were. It is actually the same mechanism at play as when you are re-watching a favourite TV series or film. You're still following the story, but you're also actively looking for recognisable visions and patterns, and you are helped along by the familiar rhythm of what is going to happen, something which calms the mind. Whatever you choose to do during a short break might be a mental or a physical challenge, or it may be a familiar task, as long as it carries with it a different tempo from the one that you have already been in. Repetition as a tempo can, in many instances, be preferable, but the tempo could also be heightened, and the break should be filled with you doing something rather than aiming for that impossible-to-achieve goal of doing nothing. My point with all this is twofold. One is to discuss a method of taking a break which educators can offer to professionals, which is actually viable in a busy world. Secondly, while educators cannot change the conditions of a busy everyday work life, Educators should and ought to explore such methods which can underpin a professional making full use of their skills and capabilities. A break, even a short one, can enhance a professional's use of their skills. And it is our task as educators to integrate knowledge and training which can ensure this. What are your experiences with short breaks during the workday? Please write and let me know. My email is in the notes for this episode. If you have other suggestions for subjects which might be interesting for all of us in this Learning Corner, then please write and suggest them. Until next time, I have been Eva, and thanks so much for listening.